Welcome back to Missing Pieces. This is my audio journal podcast, but you already knew that. Welcome, everyone. Hope you're having a glorious week. My week, I don't know, kind of mixed. Actually, it's even, it's probably leaning more towards negative now because I'm noticing my sweatshirt is very wrinkled. I found this in my closet all like folded up on a shelf. And uh, I love this sweatshirt. It's very soft inside, but it looks terrible on camera here. Uh, luckily, this is a podcast, so you're not actually watching the video part of this. Or you are, probably. Anyways, let's talk about my week. This was a mixed one. It's bad news first. No zero days. I'm still doing it, of course. It's something that I, I'm really dedicated to. I want to make sure each day I'm working towards my goals, and I find a good way to make sure you're doing that is holding yourself accountable by documenting it. The problem is each of my weeks while I'm working towards goals, they're starting to feel a lot a lot alike, very similar to the last week. And I'm like, man, is this going to be boring for people to watch? I guess my, my hope is that in uh, editing the video, I can make it interesting enough that people feel like it's something fresh and they just want to come along for the journey, even if it feels like the journey is a rerun, but I'm still doing it. So that's the most important thing. And for any goal that you have, you got to really just focus on and make sure you're doing it, including the good news this week, my fitness specifically, specifically my weight loss. I'm uh, we have a trip planned next week. I let the cat out of the bag in a vlog video that we're going to Hawaii. Did I say next week, next month. And I'm trying to lose some, uh, we'll just say winter weight, although it was pretty much all of 2022 weight, uh, before we go on our trip. Cause I want to be shredded when I go to the beach, you know, or as, as close as I can get. And I've been like just doubling down on it. ever since Clark's birthday, I decided that was my final day, uh, that I was going to eat uncontrollably. We had pizza that day. We had ice cream, cake, all that fun stuff. After that, I was like, I'm done. And as of today, which is the 13th, I'm recording this on Friday, January 13th. Oh, it's Friday the 13th at 2.45 PM. I have, I am down 6.2 pounds in 11 days. And that is really great progress. And uh, it needs to be because I'm losing weight at a rate that if I continue on this pace, I will hit my goal that I have by the day before we leave our trip. So it's a very aggressive goal. What I've been doing to lose weight has been restricting my calories. Always a good thing to do, right? Uh, calories in, calories out. I'm trying to burn more calories than I take in. I pretty much only eat one meal a day. I try to make sure that's pretty much only protein. I avoid carbs. I don't do any nighttime snacking. I've been even avoiding fruits and I don't drink any drinks that have calories in them. That's what I've been doing on that front. I'm still going to Planet Fitness about three times a week on average. But in addition to that, I'm doing our elliptical, which is an amazing workout. I'm doing that every other day that I don't go there. So I'm filling every day with some physical activity. Definitely a good thing when this, like, this is your job, when you're just sitting around like this, uh, very um, sedentary, and you got calories to burn. So I'm trying to burn those calories. Uh, Cody thinks that I should probably eat more because I want to maintain any kind of gains I'm getting at the gym. But I told her, I was like, I really want to get this weight off. I want to get my body fat percentage down as low as I can. And then I'll worry about any type of gain on top of that. So the, what I'm doing, I don't know if I'd recommend because it is like a very aggressive plan. I think it's the healthy thing to do is lose like one pound a week. I'm shooting for like three and a half. And this week and last week, I guess I'm about there. I'm at 6.2. So I guess I'm a shade under, but according to my, my plan, I actually, I'm such a nerd. I made an Excel spreadsheet of like the date, my current weight, my goal weight and how far I am from that weight. And so far so good. So if I can maintain this, which, you know, I think I can do, uh, it's going to be perfect for a trip. So at the point, if I hit that goal, when we leave for our trip, I'll be exactly 10 pounds away from my ideal goal weight, which is a very low body fat percentage. That's just where I want to be. I've had years of just really not making that a priority. My priorities for at least like the last five years have been video work, editing work, you know, those, those things. And I would sacrifice fitness for that. And like in the, ever since Cody and I started going to the gym last year, in the fall, I was like, you know what? That's, this is my priority now. If I have to sacrifice some time on my morning that I'm not editing a Lego video, so be it. Does anyone even notice or care? Probably not. I'm the only one. I care more than anyone else does in this world about the content that I'm making. And you know, it, if I can let that go a little bit, it's going to be for the better for me. So that's what I've been doing. And I'm going to keep documenting my weight loss each week on here. So you can see if I'm 
I'm hitting my goals because again, I find that accountability is a very important thing. So that's why I try to do everything that I can to broadcast out there like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Not only for myself, but sometimes what I like to hope in my mind is that maybe it inspires someone else out there too. They're like, Oh, no zero days. That's, that's kind of cool. What can I do today to like get closer to where I want to get to? Oh, you're trying to lose weight, man. Maybe I shouldn't eat this bag of chips while I'm watching a movie. That was me. That was me. Like literally three weeks ago, you know, just sitting down, snacking, watching TV, watching movies, which I guess, you know, we could go into that here. Why don't we do that? And then I'll, I'll share the next like video related thing that I want to talk about. Watch a tech. I watched a really cool movie documentary this week. It was actually on Amazon prime. I forget that we have Amazon prime. First of all, it's like the most expensive. Is it? No, it's not quite the most expensive, like streaming service we have, uh, because it comes with Amazon prime shipping. And that's mainly the reason we have prime is because where we live, it's pretty rural. It's hard to actually get any kind of products. And Amazon prime is just so nice for that. We buy most of our stuff from Amazon supporting the machine until the machine turns on us, I suppose but they have a streaming service that I, I never use. They also have a music service that I never use. There's all kinds of benefits to Prime that I just have no value in. In fact, I don't even know if I value the shipping because it used to be like two days guaranteed. Now they're taking their sweet time with a lot of things like Christmas time. That just completely went out the window. And I, I'm trying to think like, I, I believe the Amazon shipping f like free amount is $35. It's very rare that I spend less than $35 on Amazon. Usually it's significantly more. And I imagine we could probably bulk our orders together because it's never really an emergency. I never really need something in two days. Maybe we should just cancel Amazon Prime. I think it's $139 a year now. I believe when we signed up for it, it was $79. They're under the same subscription uh, pricing structure that all these other companies are on, which is the customer acquisition phase where things are artificially cheap. Everybody comes in and then you start slowly cranking the dial up on them little by little and a few people will jump, but most people stay. And as the water starts boiling, you get, you get scalded and killed inside the pot. Thank you for attending my Ted talk. But I think Amazon prime could be something that we drop entirely and just bulk our orders, wait an extra, I don't even know how long it is. Maybe non Amazon prime people. And you can comment on this because I'm sure there's people on here that, that refuse to, to pay the money for that. How long does it take to get your Amazon stuff? Are you waiting like two weeks? Are you waiting six days? Am I getting my stuff in two days and you're getting your stuff in three days? You would think with the logistics of Amazon's warehouses and their distribution centers and their delivery systems, you would think they could pretty much get anything anywhere very quickly. And they seem to be able to do that for the most part. But is it worth paying that kind of money? Like what I'm thinking about, that's like, what's that, like $12 a month, something like that? Uh, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. So this uh, podcast may have just saved me $140. Thank you for that. Uh, the, uh, revenue wise, this podcast will probably make like $3. So if I can save myself, you know, hundred, <laughs> you know, whatever, I'm just kidding around. But yeah, I think we need to reevaluate where our money's going. In fact, I just got another update being that I was supposed to tell you about this movie that I watched and I will. I just got an update in my email from HBO Max, which I'm subscribed to. And they're like, yeah, we're raising our price by a dollar. There was no explanation. There was no like trying to justify it. You think these companies that do this, they would be like, so Greg, in an effort to give you the best possible quality content that we can and all these amazing original shows that we're working on, like this show and this show and this show and all the rights to all these things, we need to raise the price by a dollar. I know that may be painful financially for you, but just know that we're looking out for your best interest and we're going to give you way more value than you're putting out to us in, in financial contributions. That to me, I'd be like, you know, I, I'm okay. Okay. You know, I, I see where you're coming from. You're just like, Hey, we're raising the price by dollar sucker. That's kind of what the email was like. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's surprising. Like how you can give bad news, but you can give bad news in, in two different ways, but it's got me contemplating that too. So look at that. I might just saved another $15 a month. This is the most profitable content that I've ever made in my life. Look at this. We're, I just saved like $27 a month right there. Just out the window. It is out the window each month. You, there are probably something for you to evaluate too. I'm going to be your financial coach here for just a second. How many things are coming out of your account each month that you kind of 
don't even use or whatever. Like you signed up for years ago and it just sits there and they just keep taking your money. You don't notice it because it's, you know, it's just a little bit off the top. You know, you get your paycheck and they're taking like their $12, $10, $8. But those things add up and you could take that money, you can invest it, you could go get yourself something nice, get something that you have value in. Heck, you could even just buy a couple movies on the cheap on like iTunes or whatever. Is iTunes even a thing anymore? Yeah, I think it is. It's the, yeah, I think it is. Anyways, be careful where your money goes. The little, the little ones are the ones that get you the worst. Just like in, in dieting, you know, you sit down and you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Those calories add up. And before you know it, you're trying to lose 12 pounds before you go to Hawaii. And it's, uh, you're drastically, uh, trying to make it happen in a short window of time only because you procrastinate until the last minute, which I am a, I'm a notorious procrastinator. <laughs> I, my motto is why do something today when it can be done tomorrow? And the pressure of a deadline is the thing that gets me through. If I know I have to have something done five weeks from now, I'll wait until four weeks and six days to, to, to make sure it gets done that day. It's a bad habit. I don't recommend that either. So we're learning from each other here. Well, I'm not learning much from you because you're pretty darn quiet over there, but you're learning from me. Learn from my mistakes. That's the greatest advice I can give. Let's talk about this darn movie on Amazon Prime that I got to watch. Maybe it was worth the price of admission. It's called Wildcat. And I was going to describe this movie to you, but I know I won't do a a very good job at it. I'm pretty terrible at, at such things, doing any kind of reviews and stuff. So I decided what I would do is I will read you the Amazon description for it, or this is the IMDb description. And the nice thing about this is it doesn't have any spoilers because the thing I was going to say to you had a massive spoiler in it. And I feel like if I sell you on this movie, you're not going to want to know what I was going to tell you. Yeah, you're definitely not going to want to know it. So let me just read this to you, and you can decide if you want to watch the movie Wildcat, which is a documentary. Uh, Wildcat follows the emotional, inspiring story of a young veteran, Harry Turner, on his journey into the Amazon. Once there, he meets a young woman, Samantha Zwicker, running a wildlife rescue and rehabilitation center, and his life finds new meaning as he is entrusted with the life of an orphaned baby ocelot. What is meant to be an attempt to escape from his life turns out to be an unexpected journey of love, discovery, and healing. I was like, Whoa. when I saw the, like, the little preview for this, I was like, dude, this is right up my alley. It's going to go take care of animals in the, in the Amazon. I'll tell you guys, though. It is a roller coaster of emotions if you watch this. Be warned. It's not just all sunshine and roses. There's it gets deep. It gets oh, it's something. It was a good movie to watch. Again, it's a documentary, so it's not like actors playing this. These are real people. They filmed all this stuff. And I'm kind of drawn to that more realistic approach because I love like YouTube and I love people that vlog, and this very much felt like a really well done vlog. And I feel like when you take the storylines out of things, like the, the scripted ones, this had real storylines, and you take away like producers and all of the things that make reality TV not reality. Like I used to watch reality TV back when it like started, I think like early 2000s. I'd be like really interested in all these things. And then you find out like, you know, the, the, the producers were like, hey, you guys need to have this conversation about this thing. And then when they get fired up and heated, all the cameras are there. You ever wonder why all the cameras are in the place when people are like just having breakfast or whatever. And then this thing happens that magically happened during that specific time that everyone was there, including the, the microphone guys are holding like the boom poles and all that stuff. It's, it's all, it's all scripted. It, it may be a little unscripted, but it's all kind of like, like kind of pushed out there. This was none of that, and I really enjoyed the movie. It it, it tugged at my heartstrings, and uh, it I don't know it it didn't. Uh, okay, I can't say anything more. I can't spoil this. I can't. I'm I'm not gonna spoil it because you might watch it. Give it a watch if you have Amazon Prime. If you're wasting money like me every month on Amazon Prime, you already threw the money away. You might as well get some value for it. Watch the movie Wildcat, especially if you like ocelots, especially cute little kitten looking ones. And um, you love animals. This is this is a good one for you. Although, it, just be warned. It's there's some things that happen in it. Let's talk. Let's uh, circle back around to the world of YouTube. So I forgot to mention this last week, but Clark Man, he's been wanting for a long time to learn how to edit. Obviously, he sees me doing it. He sees me making thumbnails, and he thinks that's pretty cool. And that's an honor for me. You know, if your kid thinks what you do for a living is neat. It, it, you know, what, what better, what more 
thing could you be proud of than that? So he's been wanting to edit and he loves making these little videos with my GoPro. I offer him better cameras, but he likes the GoPro because it's small and it can it can take a licking and keep on recording. So he started making these little monster truck videos at our couch where he's it's just his hands in the shot and he's like making these little storylines with monster trucks. And I said, you know, you can take that video and I'll show you how to edit it. And I knew that editing on a like a regular computer like this, like how I typically do. I just use iMovie, which is free, and I've been using that for the last, what, 12 years now? So if anybody tells you you need to spend a lot of money to make YouTube videos, you don't. I use free iMovie software. That's just not to say my edits are complicated or amazing. I literally just splice stuff off. I met, I take the parts where I mess up and I cut that off, and then I, I put in just like the, the funniest, like most fun things, and like that becomes my video. So I knew Clark would have an issue kind of managing all that because you're doing some stuff with the keyboard, with the mouse, you're moving things around. I was like, what if we used iMovie on my iPad? So I took the, the card out of the GoPro and I have like this little adapter. In fact, I can show you it right now if I pull it out of the computer. It's just like a little micro SD card that goes into this adapter. It's a uh, SD to USB-C. So I put that into my iPad Pro. We import the footage. And then Clark Mann proceeded to edit his video. And he, you know, he's sitting over there and he's having a good time with it. And when it was done, he showed it to me and I was like, that's, that's not bad, son, it's, it's not bad. So I showed him how to export the video and how to upload it to YouTube. In addition to that, I let him use my phone to take a picture that he then took that picture into Procreate on my iPad and then did all of his little, um, drawing all over it to make a thumbnail too. And then we, we took those things and this is where the fun part comes in. We put that on his channel. He has a YouTube account. He used to be on YouTube kids, but YouTube kids is as much as it's tailored supposedly for kids that are 12 years old or under. If you're over about four or five years old, there's nothing on YouTube kids for you. It's, it's like Peppa Pig. There's literally nothing. So he has a regular YouTube account and we took that account that he has and we uploaded that video to it and he ended up proceeding to make four more of those videos so now there's zombie monster trucks which is what it's called there's five episodes of that out on clark man's channel i talked about it in our recent vlog i put a link to it and clark is stoked because right now i think last i checked and it's probably higher now he had like 316 subscribers so he's he's all tickled about it he wants to do gaming streams on there like he wants to do minecraft streams he wants to do um more action figure videos. We have some footage of things that he's recorded on the GoPro that I was just going to edit up for him because it's on my computer. I was going to throw that out there too. And last night we had this conversation with him, or I had this conversation with him, uh, with with his subscriber count growing. I said, you know, once you hit a thousand subscribers, we could potentially monetize this channel, assuming he has the watch time too. And if he starts doing live streams, that would certainly get it up there. And I said, you know, if you monetize this. Whatever money that you earn from this channel, that money is yours. You can do whatever you want with it. If you want to use it to go out and buy a toy or if you want to spend it on V-Bucks on Fortnite so when you're, you're playing that or if you want to save it or whatever that is, that money is yours. And I think this is going to be a really good lesson for him at eight years old that if he puts time and effort into something, especially something that he enjoys doing already, he's kind of going to learn from my, uh, I don't know, I guess my blueprint where if you really love to do something and you, you put time and effort into sharing it with the world and you do it in an authentic way, which, you know, as an eight year old, it's hard not to be authentic and people like you or want to follow you for, for whatever reason, if they're interested in the content or you as a person, which I think Clark, maybe, maybe him as a person, I would say the kid, kids most likely came over to subscribe, especially when you watch the videos over there. I don't recommend it. It's not for the faint of heart. Go watch Wildcats, probably a little bit of an easier watch. Uh, but it's it's cool to see what he's coming up with. Um, you never know what this could turn into, you know. And maybe by nine years old, his channel's monetized. He's making a couple bucks off of it every day. He keeps that going. By the time he's eighteen, who knows where that could be? Could this finance his first car? Could it help pay for college? Could it buy him? You know, who knows what it could be? But ultimately, more than any financial gains that come from this, I think the lesson to be learned is that if you work on something and you put the time and effort into it, and you put it out there, and the results come, you get to reap the rewards of that. And to me, this is no different than teaching your kid like, uh, oh, go out and start a, a business where you're raking leaves for the neighbors, or shoveling snow, or giving your kid chores, or whatever. This is like, you know, this isn't necessarily work. 
this is something fun, but you can turn it into something amazing. And I, one thing I struggle with is I don't want to push Clark too hard down my path. I try to push people down the YouTube path all the time. Any interesting person that's in our friend group or anybody that I can talk to that has a hobby, I'm like, you should start a YouTube channel. Dude, it could be a stranger. I'm like, start a YouTube channel. And uh, oftentimes I want that more for them than they do. But I don't want to push Clark down a path that he wouldn't have naturally maybe wanted to go down. You know, I, I think of like, uh, say I owned a pizza shop, for example. I'm like, come out here, son. Let's start throwing some pizzas in the air and put some cheese on that. Isn't this fun? Let's, let's make pizzas for the next 20 years of our lives. What if he doesn't want that for himself? So I'm not pushing this at all. If he never makes another video again, that's fine. But the channel's there and he can do what he wants with it. I'm, de I'm certainly going to uh, pump him up when he, he sees results or and I tell him how many people watch his videos and he's hyped on that. Um, but I don't. And this is something Cody and I talked about. I am a little worried that maybe he'll equate those views and the money or whatever comes of this as a part of his worth. And that can become a problem when, say, a video doesn't do as well as you'd hoped. Say he puts a lot of time into making something and then it's it kind of just flops. I don't want him to feel bad about himself for that. I think, again, that could be a lesson as well. Uh, but yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. I think like from the sounds of it, he talks about his friends who have, have subscribed to our channel or have already been subscribed to our channels. They're all pretty like hyped on Clark, man, and like watching his videos and stuff. Will that continue throughout school? I don't know. Will he get bullied later in, in life because of the videos? Possibly. If that happens, that's going to definitely be my thing where we're like, hey, let's just pull out of this. You got more to gain than you have to lose staying in school. Does that make sense? You have more to gain outside of school than more than to gain in school. It worked in my brain. So yeah, we're, we're navigating that. Uh, but it's cool that Clark man now has a channel and he's, he's actually actively making content. It seems like some people, at least 300 and some of them are, are excited to see that. And that's, that's pretty cool to see. Um, maybe putting a video out for him, maybe even like after this, I have a video that he shot like this long video that I think could be actually be like three videos. So I might drop those for him just so he has some content out while he works on his next stuff. Cause he, it's pretty much like a weekend thing. So we'll see where it goes, and uh, I'll keep you posted as to uh, how Clarkman makes out on his YouTube channel. If you're looking for it, it's uh, just type in Clarkman1215. It, it'll be the only thing it comes out of. Eventually, you'll just be able to type in Clarkman, and it'll be all of his videos. Um, let's move over. We talked about gaming. I'm going to do a nice segue here. We talked about Clarkman possibly gaming on that channel. Uh, he loves Minecraft. He loves Fortnite, those th type of things. The things that I think all eight-year-olds are really into. Well, the game that I'm into isn't certainly isn't for eight-year-olds. It's American Truck Simulator. I played a little bit of that last night. I did my first gaming stream of 2023, finally. It took me almost two weeks into this year to, to do one. I don't know where time goes. I think I need... I was going to top... This is a topic for this week, discussing time management and how I'm really bad at that, it seems. I used to be really good at my job. Like Everything had to be on... like structure and time and appointments and everything was very important. But once you're five years out of that, you just kind of drift through life, it seems. And I want to do all these things, but somehow I don't have any time to do it. Then I listen to other people's podcasts and they're like, oh, I watched this entire season of the show and I played this game and I had a full-time job and I did this and played with my kid. And I'm like, how'd you do all that? When I did literally like, I did like 5% of that. Maybe I just suck. Probably just suck. That's probably what it is. But I, I love this game called American Truck Simulator. Basically, it's what it sounds like. You drive a rig across. Uh, right now, I'm in the West Coast. I was in California. I went into Oregon. I have like some DLC downloaded. I got this game for $5. I've put 16 hours into it so far. Uh, you're just driving a truck, and you haul loads for people from or companies from various locations. You try not to wreck the truck. You try to deliver the stuff without any bad things happening. You get to back the truck in, which is my favorite thing that you get to do. Like driving on the highways is one thing and navigating all of that. And you're on the interstates and stuff. But I love making the delivery and backing the truck in. And I said in that stream last night that if all they did was have a, a mini game of American Truck Simulator, like backing in edition, I would play that game endlessly because it's just so much fun, like trying to line everything up. And if they made it like increasingly more difficult as time went by with you, like re reversing the truck and getting like into the loading docks, I think that'd be so cool. That being said, as much as I like this game, I think after 16 hours and about 12 episodes of it, I think I'm going to wrap it on that. And mainly just because there isn't much to do like that. What I explained to you literally is the entire game. Like you're literally driving from location to location 
and backing the, the load in and doing it again. The cool thing about it, I guess, is that you're kind of running a trucking company. I had my first truck and then I took out a loan to buy a bigger garage and I hired on another employee who took my truck to drive. So he's out making money. And then I bought a new truck with another loan. So I'm like almost half million dollars in debt in the game. Not a great position to be in at any point in life or virtually. And uh, we got two trucks running out there running a business. You could grow this into like a giant empire or whatever. I just don't know if I necessarily want to do that. It's a great game for like sitting and chatting, you know, because you're just driving and talking about random stuff along the way. But the game that I want to get into is also a simulator game, but this one's called Farming Simulator. And I think Farming Simulator 22 is available on Xbox Game Pass. And I think that would be way more fun. Because not only am I like driving various things, it's kind of like inspired by American Truck Simulator, but you're like growing crops, you got other jobs to do, you got different vehicles. I just think it would be way more fun to watch. And every time I bring it up on stream when I talk about it, I always get like comments from dudes that are like, oh, I play that game. I play the game with my son. We really love the game. We play a game every night. So I'm like, all right, I might be making the move over to that. So uh, it might be RIP American Truck Simulator. One of my really beloved games. It's on PC, which creates a whole nother issue. God, I got an embarrassing story from last night. So I, I decided that I was going to run this on my computer, which is like right here. And then beside this, I have a big TV that Clark and I play our console games on. What I learned is that I can link these together and my big TV becomes a second monitor of sorts. So I had like the, the chat over there. I had my Streamlabs stuff over there. All of the, the back end stuff was over there and my game was over here. And the way that I saw it, everything looked good. When I started it up, it was like, I saw a couple of people say hi and I was like, hey guys, what's up? And I started like just talking about whatever. There wasn't much activity in the chat. I assumed it was just because I hadn't streamed in a while. Like my channel is kind of dead a little bit as far as like producing content. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just keep driving. And then like after a bit, I moved my mouse over and all of a sudden the entire chat populates. And one of the messages I read says, we can't see the game. We just see your face. And I had like the most, it was so embarrassing. Like I'm sitting there for literally 10 minutes, controller in hand. Like this is what they would see on the game. I'm like, all right guys, I'm driving over here. There's a, oh, there's an accident over here. There's a detour. Let me, let me drive around this detour and come down here off the off ramp. We're getting on to Mulberry street. Let me put my turn. Signal. It's they couldn't see anything. It was so freaking embarrassing. So I like cut that out of the video and it like re-uploaded it for me or something on YouTube. So it's it still exists like minus the first 10 minutes, but it was, it was kind of cringe, but, um, also kind of fun. It's, it was, it was kind of a nice way to back in. The reason I tell you all that story, not only to share my embarrassment, to maybe make you feel less embarrassed about something that you've done recently where 20 people or whatever, weren't just staring at you playing a video game. I don't really like playing PC games. I have a PC. I, I don't enjoy that. I like having everything contained on a console. I like having my games on the TV. I know nothing's wrong. I can see everything on my computer. It just seems so much more simple. But unfortunately, American Truck Simulator is a PC-only game. The only thing that I think in terms of games that I'd want to play on PC for sure is I'd like to get like the most decked out graphics card that I can get. And then I want to play Flight Simulator. I love these simulator games. I want to play that in like the highest graphical settings you possibly can. I watched a dude fly over New York in a helicopter, which is something they recently added to the game. And it was just stunning. Like it was so photorealistic that you could probably use that to like schedule a tour around New York City. Be like, oh, I flew over that, that area, this area. And a helicopter is cool. Unlike a plane, because you can kind of just hover it. Like a plane, you can do a flyby. You can kind of slow down as much as you can. The helicopter, you can just take it nice and easy and fly all over the place and go on a nice sightseeing tour. So we're doing one of those in Hawaii too. That's going to be amazing. I've never been on a helicopter before, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, so in, if I could do that, even in Flight Simulator, I'd be probably like almost as excited too. And that is like where I'm at with gaming. I, I do want to do more streams and stuff. It's pretty cool to just be able to play a game and, you know, chat with people and have a little thing going. And it's ne nice to see that people are actually interested in what I play. I play a variety of games and it's always, always the same people there, a nice group of people, I would say. So that's an update on uh, the gaming front. Uh, another update, I guess we'll keep it in the world of a content Three Questions is back. You might have noticed that I put out a Three Questions episode earlier this week. That is a series that I was doing for months last year. Like once I started getting into podcasting in September, 
Uh, I was doing that every week and then somehow I got off of it. I think it was just because of like Christmas or whatever, but I have seven weeks of cards left. So I was like, all right, I'm finishing this darn box off. These are WeConnect Connect cards, by the way. So I ended up knocking out one of those seven. So we've got six weeks of that left. And I thought here I would tell you about my plan for what's to come after three questions. So the audio journal podcast is always going to be a thing. Every Sunday, this is going to be coming out. I'm pledging to make this happen every single Sunday in 2023 and probably beyond that as well. I want to have a secondary show. And my idea for that one was like, then this is after three questions was to have like a vibe session with you guys. Like you bring up some topics to talk about, or we do a live stream where we can just chat in real time about whatever. My concern with that is that assuming that I do this about this time, like it'd be like Friday afternoon, there's not going to be many people there. And if the there's not much to chat about and there's not many people to chat with, that show's going to get real stale real fast. It's going to feel just like this. So what I decided to do is I'm going to take the three questions idea, but I'm going to move it over to Reddit with a subreddit called Ask Reddit. I see it all the time on trending. There's like a question people ask and then you, I, the fun is going down through the responses. So what I thought I could do is we could go down through the Ask Reddit posts that are popular for the week and I'll just answer a bunch of them and chat about things. It'll give us like new ideas and topics to discuss and maybe we can even see some of the, like the top answers there. Almost like Family Feud. Number one answer. Dun! Steve Harvey shows up. We're going to have like this little thing going. I think that'll create some great conversation and like ask Reddit's just fun. If you ever get a chance, if you don't have Reddit, it's like my favorite outside of YouTube. It's my favorite social media platform. I go there just to see like, well, you can subscribe to different subreddits that you're interested in. And I'm sure you have interest. Uh, for example, I have Lego deals as one of mine. You probably, maybe you like that one too, but then I go to the popular page of Reddit and that's where all these popular posts come up and ask Reddit is oftentimes on there. You can also get news on there and stuff too. But the best thing is that there's people that are like, it's like a it's text discussion platform essentially. And that's mostly what I, what I like about it. It's, it's like, uh, the, the text there or like the comments, I guess, whatever you want to call them are way more, uh, advanced than what you find on YouTube. You know, you've seen YouTube comments. It's it's way way beyond that. YouTube comments would get voted down like crazy on there. Uh, it's 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 actually full of people that can read and think and like process things, which I really like. Not to say that you can't do that on YouTube. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying, go to it. Go to any YouTube channel, and then look down. Especially if it's like a bigger one, go look at the comments. See what you think. So that's my plan, like going forward. We'll see how that goes. I'll do that for the rest of the year. So we'll have like a two-channel or a two-show um, back-to-back run here. I'll put the one out like on a Friday. I'll put the other one out on a Sunday, and it's just like bloop, 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 bloop. I'd love to do three. I wanted to do four, but I, this this can't be like I can't put that much time into this. This doesn't like from a financial standpoint. I always talk about my invisible business advisors or my my board of directors. They would tell me to, to not do any of this. This this makes no sense at all. But I enjoy doing this, so I'm finding I'm finding balance there. I want to do four days or four shows. I'll cut it back to two. I should do another. How much money did I make in uh, podcasting? I think it's about I think it's about forty five dollars every three months, something like that. Let me take a look. I'm gonna look because I want to get into listener feedback too. So let me take a look and see how much money we're raking in in the podcasting world here. I'm going to keep you hanging here on the line because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to edit this to be honest with you. I, I, that's certainly something I don't want to put my time into, but I will tell you how much money that I made from this channel. I don't think you'll be, uh, I don't think you'd be too offended by that or too upset about it. Okay. Let's, let's see here. Should we just go, let's go last 90 days. Oh, actually I was, I was kind of wrong. $147 and 20 cents in the last 90 days. Yesterday, we made we made 61 cents on Wednesday, 80 cents on Tuesday, $1.42 on Monday, $1.79 on Sunday, and then before that when I didn't have any content out, 12 cents, 29 cents, 34 cents, 32 cents. I know some of you guys would be like, "Wow, Greg, that's, you know, I'd love to make a quarter every single day off of YouTube." But uh I could, like, instead of doing this, spending an hour on this, if I spent an hour making a Greg's World video or editing a Greg's World video or even a Brick Tech video, that would produce uh, substantially more. 
But not everything is about money. Some things you got to do just for fun. And that's that's where I'm at here. Let's go into, I, do I, have, I have one more thing to talk about. Then we're going to get into listener feedback on the last episode. I got to talk about Roxy Bear. Uh, she's had, she's an old girl, as you probably know. And she has had this growth right behind her ear. I, I don't know where that would be on a dog. I guess in front of her ear. And when they looked at it at the vet, they told us that it was just an old lady wart was literally the thing that they said, right? And I was like, okay, no problem. It was really small. It wasn't, it wasn't too, um, wasn't anything to, to really write home about. Well, this thing has been growing and we're getting a little concerned about it. It actually looks like a, it looks almost like a tuma. It's not a tuma. It actually, it is. So I, there was that. And then she also had this thing on her eye, which the other night kind of erupted. It's kind of like a cyst on her eye, like right on her eyelid. And that kind of erupted. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I took her out to the vet. And they they told me, like, okay, that wart is not a wart. That's definitely not a wart. So I was like, okay, can we get it cut off? Or what's the best thing to do here? And they recommended having it removed as well as the eye thing. So we're going to do almost like a two-for-one and uh, two weeks from now or two weeks from yesterday, she's going to go out and she's going to, um, they're going to put her under for a little bit, have that thing cut off of her ear, have a biopsy done, make sure it's not malignant, and then cut the thing off her eye and stitch that up. So it's going to be not a great day in the world of Roxy Bear. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I know that sounds like bad news. Other than that, everything is good. And one good news I got just before I started recording this is that they did blood work on her just to make sure that her heart and kidneys and liver, I guess they checked her heart yesterday, all good. They checked her kidney and livers through a blood sample just to make sure that that is all good before they put her under with anesthesia. All good there. They're, all of her levels are looking good except for the one thing with her liver that can be related to arthritis, which she has arthritis. That Those levels were high, but she's like, that's nothing to be concerned about. So on a positive front, everything physically with Roxy, like internally is all good. It's just a matter of getting these things cut off the outside of her. And uh, that's just something that happens at labs. They tend to get like little spots. Like even Rox has like these little fatty bubbles on her, on her torso and stuff. And it's just what happens. But the thing you have to worry about is when one of these becomes malignant and starts spreading, it gets into her organs from the blood results that they reported to me that has not happened. And this is like real loose on her skin, which is also a good sign. It's not something that's like stuck in there. So they're just going to cut those off and she'll come out looking like a, a million bucks again, hopefully. Uh, but it does worry me like putting, putting a, a dog under, you, you just, you're not, you never know what can happen. Um, I just, I, it, it's not a hundred percent, but I feel confident that everything will be fine and she'll come out and we'll have lots, lots of great times together going forward, uh, which is, uh, I, I want to talk about two things related to this, um, two kind of lessons that I learned. One was yesterday at the vet when I was waiting. I've had that vet. I've had to wait before, like, I've gone right in, walked right in. Other times I've had to wait like 40 minutes. Yesterday I was like, you know what, before I leave, I'm going to call. And I'm going to be like, how far behind are you guys? Because I'm like 15 minutes away. If you guys are running 30 minutes behind, I'll wait 30 minutes to leave my house. She's like, oh, we're, we're right on. I'm like, okay, cool. I go there. And they're like, they, they had me go right into the back room and like wait in the office. And then they're like, oh, uh, we had an emergency. It's going to be a little bit. And I'm like, okay. It turned out to be like 35 minutes I'm waiting. And I was like, you know what? If they don't come in like the next five minutes, I'm just going to leave. You know, as I don't have much patience. I got frustrated, I guess. And um, eventually they came in and I was like, what happened? And the lady was like, oh, someone brought their dog in. They ate rat poison. I was like, oh my God, you know, rat, obviously rat poison, it, it's like deadly for rats. It's deadly for dogs. And this person must've been a complete idiot. I, I, I don't think the, the vet wanted to say that, but they're like, yeah, we knew that there were rat traps around, but some of them we just couldn't get to, but their dog did obviously. And then that's not even the most dangerous thing too. Like uh, say the rat ate the poison and then the rat dies and the dog finds the rat eats the rat. It can still get poisoned. So Moral of the story, if, if you're dumb enough, like if, if you're listening to this and you're this dumb that I need to tell you this, if you have animals, cats, dogs, whatever you have, don't have poison out for rodents. Such a dumb thing to do. It, it's going to kill your animal. And that's almost what happened with this dog. And it, that dog might have died. They gave it like, she said, like they had to like make it vomit. And the only reason the lady knew it even ate it because it came in and threw up and she realized it, it obviously got into the poison. 
but the dog could have just went to sleep and died. Um, but the dog's under supervision there. They tried giving it some type of charcoal, something or other. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nasty stuff. So in my anger of having to wait in my impatience, after she told me that, I was like, oh my God, well, that's obviously more important than looking at my dog's little tag, that little tumor thing that she has on her. Uh, so it gave me an opportunity to like, learn, like, listen, just relax. There's a lot bigger things happening in this world than your time. And you're, you, you know, you sitting here for another five minutes or whatever. So I learned that another thing I want to talk about, like with Roxy, you know, I, I said that I, I feel very good about her making it through this. I don't think we're going to have any problems with that, but I saw this TikTok actually, that it was talking about the concept of like, it, it was, it was sort of like the last one the last one. So it, it's something that you don't think about often, but it's like, when is the, or like, I guess it could be called the last time. When's the last time that you're ever going to get to take Roxy for a walk, for example? When's the last time you're going to be able to pick your son up, like physically pick him up before he becomes like a full-size linebacker? When's the last time that you're going to see a sunset? When's the last time you're going to go to the beach. When's the last time you're going to have any of these experiences? And the moral of the story is you never really know when your last time for anything is. Like you think about people that, that die in the wintertime. When's the last time that you saw the trees with leaves on them? When's the last time you saw a fall? When's the last time you saw, you, know, it, it, you could put this on anything in life. But the moral of the story is you should treat every experience you have with the same regard that you would if it was the last time with that much appreciation. And I just really thought that that was like a really cool concept to think about. Like, you know, you, you kind of do just move through life. And I, I try to like mentally think now, like, well, if this is my last meal I'm going to eat, how would I want to like taste this meal? How would I want to eat this meal? If this is the last movie I ever get to watch with my family, like how, how into this movie that do I want to be? And how much do I want to like observe their uh, experiences? And like, you know, it's, it's really just, it's just a mental switch that you have to turn on. And I've been really trying to practice that more and more. It's not an easy thing to do, you know, like how many things you do in life without even thinking about it. But if you think like, what if that's your last one? What if that's your last time? Kind of changes things a little bit. And I, I kind of wanted to throw that out there for you. I know it's like, this isn't really like that type of podcast, but I like to throw it out there. Let's go into uh, listener feedback. I already replied to most of these, but I feel I, sh I should share them here too. Uh, Brickman says, happy new year, Greg. Lots of great things coming. I hope so, sir. I hope that to be the case. I like this one though. This is from, uh, geez, I, I don't even know people's names anymore because YouTube kind of did the at thing, uh, but it looks like Lane. It says, hey, Greg, long-time listener, first-time commenter. I love that. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I've been watching, listening to Missing Pieces since I was 12 in 2020. That's a tough time to be a 12-year-old in the, the quarantine days. It says, I'm 15 now and I'm turning 16 in August. I decided to listen to all the podcasts again on November 1st, 2022. And on December 25th, 2022, I finished listening to the latest episode. It's a Christmas miracle. You survived all my podcasts. Uh, so basically two months, it was nothing but Greg in my ears. I would definitely do it again. It felt like catching up with an old friend I've known for years. Thank you for all your wisdom you've instilled in me. Not sorry for the long comment. I can tell you've watched these podcasts. for, for You've gone far enough back to hear me yell at people for apologizing for long comments. What an honor. What an honor to have somebody want to sit down and actually listen to what you have to talk about, especially as chaotic and unprepared and unscripted as this is, and to do it in such rapid succession. But man, you've went through the whole story of, of my life in the last two years, and you somehow did that in two months. But I appreciate you listening. It's, it's been an honor to be, uh, gosh, I'm not going to get emotional. It's been an honor to be a part of your uh, adolescence, I guess, right? Not your childhood necessarily, because you were 12 years old, but to be with somebody from 12 to 15 and to have even just a little impact on their life is, is amazing. And that really gets me thinking like where I was and where I'm at, you know, like I was doing loans for people. Who am I impacting with that? You know, people think you're giving them uh, a great opportunity, you know, maybe you are. How does that positively impact the world? Not really, not much at all. Making YouTube videos, you might think not at all also, but look at this. 12-year-old watched our videos, got some type of value out of them, whether it's in, in entertainment, information, inspiration, whatever it is, he found some value in there to be with us for all this time. And I, I just think that's that's awesome. Like that's, that's like, why else, what better reason to do this than that? So thank you, Lane, if I'm, if I'm saying your name right. Thank you for, for uh, taking the time to leave a comment as a longtime listener. 
And uh, this one, just a mess of a username. In fact, the first name is user. It says, good to be back. I like Greg's World 2023 goals. Keep them coming, buddy. You got it, buddy. We got it. We're going to keep going. Vicky says, happy new year. Glad you're feeling better. Can't wait to hear where all your trips are. Hawaii. There's more though. I know, uh, I, I worry about like, telling people this, uh, people sometimes I think, think of it as like a flex or think, Oh my God, these, these guys are, are millionaires and they have it so easy. In fact, there was a comment on here that I kind of destroyed a little bit, probably went a little too hard on in, uh, in one of these, one of these comments that I'm not going to read here, but it was definitely like one of those kind of like jealous comments. And at least that's what I, I took from it, but it was somebody kind of pointing that out. Like, you know, these guys are, are living the, in a mansion and have the best life. They're always doing all these great things. Well, what they don't see, and they should, if, especially if they've been a listener here for any amount of time, is the amount of sacrifice that I've made to enjoy some things in life. I sacrificed my entire twenties working and also paying down debt and doing everything that I can to hit a goal that I was trying to hit just so I could have this opportunity to make YouTube videos. I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time, but I just thought if I have this debt paid off, that's going to give me a little bit of freedom in this world that I may not be so constricted to this job that I don't love. And maybe I can do something else. I don't know what that thing is, but it just turned out to be YouTube. And even at that point, it wasn't like I just quit my job and I'm like, oh man, I'm on easy street now. No, I started making YouTube videos. I dedicated my life to this. And only after several years of doing that, did that actually turn into something. And now I'm almost 40 years old. My wife decided that she's going to take this year off to recharge herself. And I've decided, you know what? I'm done living for tomorrow because I've spent my last 20 years going towards something that I'm forecasting later. And, you know, one of my coworkers, he used to be a guy that went on cruises a lot. And he was talking about how he always decided that they were going to go on a cruise every year, no matter what. And they were going to do it at a young age because they would see a lot of people on cruise ships. And a lot of these people are way older, like retirement age plus, And they couldn't go on the excursions that these guys were going on. They couldn't enjoy that trip to the fullest extent because they waited until that point in their life to do it. And I had an economics professor that once said, eat dessert first. And I've decided to switch my life philosophy into eating dessert first. No more preparing for the future. We got to live today. I think COVID taught me that. And just like not knowing where the future is heading for us as, as a species or even this planet makes me really feel like I need to live for today for once. So this year... You may think we're going on all these all these trips and we're loaded. Well, there's a lot of savings that went into this, and I'm I'm using it in the best way that I can. If that means going to Disney twice in the 12 month time frame, so be it. Am I ever going to go there again? Maybe not. What if that's the last time? It might be the last time, right? I I treated it like it was the last time. We're going to Hawaii. Will that be the last trip I ever get to take with my family before something devastating happens? Possibly. I'm going to live it like it's the last time. And that's what this whole year is about. If When this year is over, all of these amazing, fantastic things that we're doing are probably going to end for the most part as well. But right now, I'm living it up to the fullest. I'm capturing that and sharing with you. And I hope through these videos, instead of having a sense of jealousy or anger or hatred towards somebody that's actually getting to enjoy a part of their life, I hope you can take away from that like, man, I hope someday if I work towards my goals and I somehow get super lucky in something that I love, maybe I can have an opportunity to do that too. What's stopping you? I know having a negative mindset isn't going to help you. So get rid of that and do what do what you need to do. That's my recommendation. Anyways, that, that was way longer response to uh, can't wait to hear where all your trips are than you anticipated, but that's what listener feedback's about, baby. Julian, one of my biggest supporters, he actually sent me a super chat last night on uh, American Truck Simulator and became my 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 co uh, my co driver with me. I took him out for a virtual lunch. It was it was a thing. He says, uh, "Good episode, Greg. Glad you and your family are doing great and having a great time together at home." You're not angry about that? You're not bitter? Okay, thanks, thanks, Julian. Uh, I definitely wouldn't book any flights. Oh, I was talking about doing Disney on a budget. And he says, I uh, wouldn't book any flights with uh, Frontier Spirit. They had all kinds of delays, and it was it was pretty rough. Uh, so, yeah, he, he definitely convinced me not to do that. He also gave an update on his his fitness journey as well, and I was very impressive number. He's, he's lost 10 pounds in the last two weeks. I'm only at 6.1 or 6.2. I can't what was my number? 6.2 is my number. You're, you're killing it. I asked, I asked him for his, uh, what he does. And he said, um, he does interval training two days of the week, three days of just weights, 
Monday's chest and back, Tuesday's legs, Wednesday I do interval, shoulders and arms. This guy's killing it, dude. Uh, ab workouts Thursday, Friday intervals again. What are you doing taking the weekends off? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's impressive. That's how you lose 10 pounds. And he's probably putting on crazy muscle too. Uh, Aussie guy wanted to know what my birthday present is. I think he was talking about this thing right here. It's an At Games Legends Ultimate. It's an arcade cabinet. It was kind of like a, a gift to myself, I suppose. I bought it for myself. I told Cody, don't got, don't get me anything for Christmas or my birthday because if there's something that I want, I probably already have it or I found a deal on it. Here's another Disney comment from James. He says, Disney on a budget means ju you just miss things. You can't hit it all without spending more money. Too many lines and too much stuff to wait in lines for. Do a, do a four-day fast to save yourself food costs and food lines. Two birds with one stone, Jim. All you have to do is you, how, to, how to lose 10 pounds at Disney. That would be a great video title. We go there, run around all day, walking, logging all these miles, don't eat anything, and then I come out of Disney like a freaking champion. Very expensive weight loss plan. Planet Fitness is only $10 a month. Disney is like $10 a minute. It's $10 for three minutes on a ride there. Uh, but I like, I like your style of thinking. All right. Uh, Zero says he really doesn't, uh, doesn't want me to uh, talk to Disney about raising their prices because I was like, raise them more. And he was like, tick, don't do that. And uh, Janelle says, no membership stores near her. I was talking about Sam's Club, how we uh, I unintentionally signed up because I wanted that thing at $350. And I was going to have to spend $38 on shipping where I could get a Sam's Club membership for $50. So I did that. We have still have yet to go to Sam's Club, though. We should probably do that to go save some monies. I think the, the things that I would buy there would probably be like paper towels, um, sh toothpaste, mouthwash, uh, batteries, things like that, like things you can like stock up on, like personal hygiene stuff, I guess would be the best thing. And, uh, oh, we, uh, we were talking, this is from Jasper. He says, live streams would be a problem for me because Netherlands are six hours further than you. It's 12 at noon is six in the evening for us. Yeah. That's the problem with live streaming. And I, I mentioned that to him. I'm like, I can never find a good time to live stream. Cause I was talking about maybe making a live stream show on this. It's always a bad time for many people. And a good time for a few, which makes live streams inherently difficult. And I always try to stream at different times for that. And I feel like some people appreciate that. Like, well, Greg, you're live at 6 a.m. I never get to see a live stream. Well, here's 6 a.m. Lego. And then last but not least, uh, Brichter Scale, love that name, it says $10.99 a month now for Disney+. Plus. What? All these places are squeezing on us. Go back to my advice attack from earlier. Drop your unused membership service. I still feel like Disney Plus is the best bang for your buck in all of streaming. And I still feel that way. And I, I'm pretty sure that Zero is going to be mad that I say this. I still feel like it'd be the best bang for your buck at $15 and maybe even at $20 because they got Marvel, they got Star Wars. You didn't hear that from me though. Those are all the comments. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're dang near an hour deep into this. Uh, but I think I said everything I need to say. I'll probably think of something after this, but if I do, it'll be in next week's episode on next Sunday. Stay tuned for a three questions coming up this week. I'll give you a sneak as to what one of the questions is. What is a fun experience that you have recently had? I'll have to think about that one. Nothing but pain and misery in my life. Just kidding. Hope you guys have a glorious week this week and we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces. <laughs>